Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, crafting, creativity, and life in a northern town. You'll find show notes at mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com. You can leave a comment. You can sign up for my patron site. You can purchase a virtual cup of coffee or even sign up for the newsletter. Come back weekly and we'll chat. My name is Vicki and welcome to the podcast. Welcome to my creative corner three. Today is the 30th of April. I can't believe we finally have reached the end of the month. It's been raining and raining and raining. Gray skies last couple days. But that's good because we still don't have leaves on the trees. The fairy gardens are still dormant. And I'm hoping this rain will finish off the snow mountain in the parking lot that's behind my house. It's getting very small. And then we can start gardening and yard work in earnest. The ground needs to dry up a little bit, but this is a good time for mulching and for trying to shore up the fairy gardens. We want to get some brick pavers and, you know, for raised flower beds and freshen it up. Yes, we need to freshen up the yard. It always looks terrible after the snow melts. And uh, once the grass starts growing and we get things cleaned up, it looks ever so much better. And I'm getting anxious to get that finished up. Oh my goodness, I just can't wait for putting things on the patio and potted flowers. And I listened to Krista Nesser, Simple Handmade Every Day, and 100 degrees in California is where she lives. Can't imagine. Um, it's been in the 40s and 50s here. Now, the good news is with a little bit of warming up, and we did have some sun last weekend, I have decided that while we still are on the um, self-isolation, staying home, and I'm working from home, that on nice days, no matter what time of the day, when the sun is out, I have the opportunity to go for a little walk. So I have on most days walked a minimum of one mile, and I have actually clocked two times where I walked two miles. I'm very proud because um, it wasn't all that long ago that walking that far was very difficult. And I'm starting up um, some other isometric styled exercises. I got a little device called the Active 5 and it beams um, pre-programmed exercises that take five minutes of just Isometrics is like when you sit in a chair and you squeeze muscles or you do yoga, you stand and do squats. I need some strength training. Got to get stronger. I feel so weak after sitting around for most of the winter and then, you know, just sitting around um, in my house with work because there's no long hallways. I mean, I would get up every hour and walk, if you remember, and I would clock a mile at work just getting up from my desk and walking the long hallways. So I do miss that. So other than that, it has been a relatively slow and uneventful week. I know. I mean, it's just been the routine. Getting up, do the morning routine, maybe do a little bit of sewing. I have sewn a lot of masks and I took a break yesterday, but today I'm going to do a couple more masks 
for family. And I've been working on a t-shirt quilt for graduation. I'm piecing it together. So that will be done by the end of the month. Um, I just kind of feel bad that graduates are not having the big graduation ceremony and proms and things like that. It is sad, but I'm hoping that there's some way that they can have some sort of celebration. Um, life has surely been different. Um, as a um, Gen X, empty nest, introverted person, you know, this is not difficult for me. Um, in the sense that, you know, staying home and working and doing things on my own, it, it, it's something that's natural in my personality. But human contact is very um, difficult to come by these days, you know, and having chats with people on the phone and um, Zoom is not the same, but it is better than nothing. You know, I'm old enough to remember. Now let's go down a trip down memory lane, the memory lane section of the podcast. When I first left home way back in the 80s, um, we didn't have this tight connection with everybody all the time. And so I went through a really rough transition after I got married and we moved from Michigan to my husband's first Air Force base in New Mexico. Now back in the day, um, you had to pay long distance telephone charges. If you called someone on a landline that didn't live within like five or 20 miles of your house. And you get charged by the minute too. Can you believe that? It wasn't unlimited. And so I remember only being able to talk to my parents for like 10 or 15 minutes. And of course, we always went over about once a week. And you called on Sunday afternoons because that was when the um, telephone company gave you a reduced rate because you know the tradition was everyone got together and had Sunday dinner and visited with their family so the carrying on the tradition you could call your mom on Sundays that was kind of the tradition when I was growing up um, it's a quaint tradition and I still think it's a cool tradition to call your mother at least once a week and you know it doesn't matter if it's Sunday or what but that was the tradition so I call my mom on Sundays you know in the afternoon and my dad too. So there was a time where I, I learned very young, you know, that separation from family, figuring out how to keep yourself busy. I was young and didn't have a lot of experience. So my mom sent me boxes of craft things. And oh, one time they sent me a video camera because they never did um, have the opportunity to come and visit New Mexico when we lived there. So the video camera, uh, we took it around and I videoed, you know, where we lived and what it looked like and what our house looked like. You know, it was very primitive video, but it was at least something. Pictures, you know, we would mail actually printed pictures back and forth and handwritten letters. Wow, man, this makes me sound like a fossil, doesn't it? The more I talk about it, the more I'm like, well, children, you all remember the day. Yeah, I, I do remember the day. So that carries now to being in my mid-50s. Um, my mom's only a couple hours away, but because of the um, lockdown, I guess, is, you know, the best way to put it. Some people feel locked down. You know, I can't just hop in the car and go visit her because I don't want to expose her to this virus. And the same with um, one of my children lives about three hours away and you know you don't want to just hop in the car and expose them so we've been doing a lot of phone calling texting sending pictures things like that and 
it's going to be okay until we can get together and have maybe some sort of celebration, some kind of dinner, um, some sort of event. It'll be fun. But going back to all of that is that I learned really young how to cope with something not like this, but that feeling of being very far away and having no friends in that community. I had to learn this, you know, keeping busy, learning new skills. I took the opportunity to exercise and explore the community. I'm doing that. I'm walking my neighborhood and finding out that since the last time I walked the hood in a few, you know, it's been a few years since I really got out and walked it. They have a new, you know, the old rails to trails path is, wow, they really upgraded it. And it's got, um, it's not muddy. It's got stones. It's easy to walk on. It's got signs and it's just really nice. Who knew? See, if you don't get out and walk and check it out, you drive by it so quickly you don't notice. And so this week, I've worked on a junk journal page or art journal page, just using things in the house. I mean, it's amazing the things that you collect over the years. And I picked some things up when my mother-in-law passed. She had markers and coloring books and all kinds of that kind of thing for a junk journal. It's perfect. So I did a, I I bought a little owl for a fairy garden and it had a little card that came with it with a saying about a wise little owl went through the coloring books and I found a colored mini picture on the back cover of one of the pages that was an owl I went through my paper piecing templates that I cut out and I found you know they're hexagons and they are on um art paper so I got some washable markers that I found in my travels colored the hexagon splashed water on because they're washable which gave it a spitter spattery little look and then I have some lint from Cherrywood Fabrics yeah you can buy lint (laughs) I know you're like why would you do that well I bought it for art journal pages a couple years ago and then never got the courage to use it so I used a felt circle, tiny circle left over from another project and I put glue on the top and I mounded up the felt in colors and it kind of marbles. It looks like a rose with a little green leaf hanging off and I glued that on the page and now I'm letting the glue dry and I want to think a little more on is the page finished or not because the thing is about art journal pages you can just like keep going and then go too far and overdo it so I think I'm going to be done Um, my pages are pretty primitive and childlike because that's my art skill (laughs) it's primitive and childlike but what I really liked about this is that it talked about some of my favorite things about the wise old owl so I will hopefully have it it'll be done and dry Um, I used Mod Podge because I didn't have any glue and hopefully that will stick it all together and I'll put a picture in the show notes. Um, So that was one thing that I did. Now believe it or not, that didn't take hours of my time. It took several 10 or 15 minute increments. So that's the theme for the week is everything that I'm doing is in and around the work day just like I used to do. But I've really stuck with the 
one stitch, one block, one row at a time theme of doing things in 10, 15, and 20 minute increments. That's how I organize my day and that's how I have gotten through a week of really feeling like, man, I don't want to say I hit the wall, but it's just the week of like every coping skill you've used to get through rough times have been tested and needed to work on it more. So you go back to basics and I'm doing the routine 10 to 15 minutes at a time. Exercise. I'm doing a couple sessions a day, 10 or 15 minutes at a time. And this little gadget has me doing five minutes at a time. And man, am I sore with that active five. If you want to look it up, I'll try to put a link in the show notes. I've only done it a couple of times in exercising, but I think it's going to work out quite well for me because you can take it with you because it looks like a mouse and it beams these exercises to your cell phone. And some of them are like games, which appeals to me because then you don't feel like you're exercising, right? (laughs) So that has been the re- think and bringing back up the basics of a routine of my getting everything done in 15 minute increments. And that also works during times of stress and times like, like these in times like these, because I can only focus on something 10 or 15 minutes at a time. Yeah. Dust the house. 10 or 15 minutes might take me a couple sessions, clean the bathroom. I spend 15 minutes and keep picking away at the job until it's done. I even tried Sunday afternoon tradition. I want to talk about that. It was a 15 minute project of me throwing together a peanut butter bread. It was a recipe I saw on Facebook from the depression era. It's been floating around. Um, I guess it started on Reddit, but it was pretty good. It was simple more of an artisan rustic um, dessert bread, kind of like, you know, the texture of biscuits. It's a little crumbly, but it got better, you know, the second day. Um, And it was good warm. So I'd microwave it, put some butter on it. However, if I'm going to do it again, I would add a teeny bit of oil or more peanut butter and a little bit more sugar because I have a sweeter palate. That was a fun thing to do. And it was different and out of the ordinary. Not going to do it all the time because I don't need the extra calories trying to take off the um, coronavirus pandemic isolation weight. Um, But it was something fun and different to do that only took a few minutes and not every ounce of my concentration. However, I got bored and that's why I started the Dear Jane during all of this. So this week, uh, so far, I have not finished a Dear Jane, but I did one block last week and I expect to be able to do um, at least one before the weekend and another one over the weekend because I spend a lot of time making masks and I'm going to keep going with the Dear Jane because it's like everything else. I like to spend 15, 20 minutes a couple times a day hyper-focused on something fun like the Dear Jane blocks versus work, which is not so fun, but work because, you know, work isn't always fun for me. It's, It's a job and it's hard work and we've been doing a lot of hard work, but it's fun to balance the energy with a hyper-focused, hard concentration and then let it go. It's almost like a release where you do something kind of like isometrics for the brain, right? You 
work so hard and it's it's all the energy and it's the focus and then you can release and relax afterwards and be very proud of the work that you've done. So the next part I want to talk about is my hair. What are we going to do? It's going to probably be a little while before I can get into the beautician. Number one, we still are on the lockdown rules till mid-May. And then number two, when she starts um, taking appointments, you know, everybody's going to need a haircut and it's going to take a while to get in. So my hair has been flopping in my face again. This is what prompted the haircut in, I don't know, February or so, January, February. And uh, it's been flopping in my face. I almost sewed my finger. If you remember back in February, we had ice on the steps and I misjudged the steps because the hair was in my face. Well, I'm running into that same problem now. We don't have ice, but you know, this, there's still, we have a lot of steps in this house and, you know, trying to work on my work computer has been a problem in a lot of ways. So I have a Microsoft Surface that's my work computer. It's very portable, thin, small. And it's okay in the fact that I can I have a mini USB cable where I can hook it to an extra TV in the house. But the keyboard is still small. It's like six inches and it's tiny. And so I feel like a T-Rex sitting all in a C shape all horrible for the body, horrible in ergonomics, in a very uncomfortable chair. I don't have an office chair at home, and I'm certainly not going to bring the office chair from work home. I don't have room for that. So I've been like feeling like I've been tight in a ball, in this C shape with my spine all curled up and little T-Rex arms typing on with my big chubby fingers on this tiny little keyboard. And I just couldn't take it anymore. And the TV being hooked up helps, but you still got to be on the keyboard. So all of that to say, it's just, you've got to be able to take a break and get up and focus and stretch and open up and go back to be teeny tiny little place, hyper-focus, lots of energy, and then open up and walk around and maybe go press the things that I cut out and just move, trying to move. So that's been an adventure in making my eyes hurt and the big screen helps, but ergonomics and sore neck, sore back, working from home is a challenge. And if this were long-term, I would certainly remedy the situation by putting my surface in a docking station. In fact, I, if I were working from home, I would take the docking station I have at work with the large keyboard and double screens and all that um, at home. But um, I don't, this is gonna be short term and I don't wanna be bothered. And I don't have a table that will support the weight of all of that. So it's been <laughs> an adventure. So I've been trying to just keep going and see the light at the end of the tunnel and hope that, you know, that I will be able to be in my office space, you know, in a couple months or in a month. I think we're going to ease into it. And then um, having people come in the office from the public will be eased into. But, you know, we got to take it a day at a time. And I'm going to try not to get too far down the road because really and truly, I don't mind working from home. It's just if this is going to be long term for me, not every job you know, can work from home. And I'm very appreciative of that 
I have the opportunity to do that, then I need a better setup. So I have been just really, really working hard. And with all of that and the mask making and the mask making, the mask making, I'm read something that I um, saw on Facebook and mask making for me is soul sucking and depressing. You know, I've made a lot of them. I don't know. I lost count at like 150 or so. It's probably less than 200, but it's just difficult. Most of it has gone to my employer, a few to family and friends and a few in the community. But I am working on some masks that have been for family and family requests. And that makes it better because you can pick fabric that you think might go with the personality of the people who is receiving it. And I'm using my Cricut to um, help cut out the curved style um, that's out there that most people like. I made some large N95 covers. That's a pretty quick mask too. But it never ceases to amaze me. The magic in the tiny little computers that we have, cell phones and the Microsoft Surface and this Cricut Maker with my new computer that's happy birthday to me from my husband a little early. And I'm like, today I am enthralled with the magic again of technology. Going back to my story of uh, in New Mexico, if I'd have had all this stuff back then, I would have probably set up my own Etsy shop and never worked in that gas station as that I had to work in because I couldn't get a job. But overall, um, this has been a great support for me to keep creative and to communicate and be able to work from home and keep in touch with people. Um, wow, just it, it is. It's amazing. I don't have to by hand cut out all of the templates the machine did it my fingers don't kill me all the time with all of the pressure that sewing and crafting can be and cutting things out is the worst for carpal tunnel and arthritic fingers so I am enthralled with the magic of the technology that I have been very blessed with and I'm loving the new computer. I'm loving my cell phone, which is a Pixel that I bought, I don't know, about a year ago. I'm loving this Cricut Maker that I bought about a year ago. And learning how to use all of these things to their full potential has been an amazing adventure. And the same with the computer. I'm going to be able to do more videos and I'm got some good ideas for YouTube videos. So if video is your jam more than audio, you know, go to my YouTube channel. I'll slowly be learning and adding more videos and some interesting series. So the first series I'll tell you here that I want to work on um, is what makes this quilt great. And I'll explain more on the videos and you can check that out. I have not done the first video on that yet, but I expect that to be an ongoing series. But what I'm currently talking about on my YouTube channel is done is better than perfect and finishing it up. I can't even, now I can't even remember the name of my series. Finish is better than perfect, I think is what it is so that it's done. Boy, some days, right? So yeah, <laughs> finished is better than perfect, I believe is the name of the series. And I was talking about the Dear Jane blocks 
And of course, I don't have much to show for that uh, for this week. So I may do another. And that's going to be the kind of the format of the channel is going to be have several different things that I talk about and not always in a sequential series, but come up one series one week, another series another week, and so on. Because, you know, that's the kind of person I am. And it's it's been fun. So I've got a lot of things to learn about the editing program and using the camera that I have that's not my cell phone. And um, that's going to be a fun adventure for the next probably year. There's just so much to learn. And I would rather learn about that kind of thing than taking on a little course for crafting or junk journaling or something like that where I can kind of figure those things out on my own where I need to actually sit down and watch tutorials and videos on how to use the technology that I have and then I decided today to take my Instagram account back to the basics also yeah you may be like well how are you doing that well when I first started Instagram I thought it was just an editing program with filters. I didn't realize it was a social media page. And the first little community back in the early days of Instagram was doing photo a day prompts. And Fat Mom Slim is the queen of making photo a day prompts. And she has a great photo a day prompt for May, which is called ISO for isolation. And I thought, you know what? This will be a great way to document how the isolation um, in photos has been going and will go in May because I'm sure we won't be back to full um, full face-to-face -face life again. And I'm also, I just want to take things back to being simpler. You know, I talked in the Gen X uh, podcast last week about making this the summer like it was in the 70s without all of the things it's it's just official all of the highland games i think um have canceled through august our county fair is canceled our um festival alpenfest is canceled and I, you know what i'm all right with it because it's a time to recreate a new way of spending your time and doing the things that i've neglected over the last 10 years especially and just keep it simple and that's what I want to do with my Instagram. I want to go back to doing a photo a day. They may be quilt related. They may not. It may be more of a journal and documentation of my life. Um, and I'm going to be posting that also on Facebook. I'm going to use the Vicki Holloway Quilting Facebook page to post where my blog and YouTube and podcast, um, when they post, that you can find it there. And just keep it simple take it back to being a creative outlet instead of making it more complicated in something that it really doesn't need to be um, it's not going to be a fully curated all colors one filter um, I've been experimenting with doing those kinds of things over the last couple of years and again it's kind of like mask it became soul sucking that there was no creativity in trying to make my person being the square peg to fit in a round hole so I'm not going to do that anymore I'm going to go back for the month of May and if I like it which I think I'm going to I'm going to go back to making all of my stuff very personal um, my photos of me my life some 
art shots, creative shots, using daily prompt challenges, because that's when I had the most joy on Instagram. So watch for those changes. I'm maybe losing some followers. Maybe I won't. I don't know. And it doesn't really matter because social media is just a place to connect with people. And those who I've been connected to will stay there and the rest are going to come and go. I'm going to really focus more on the podcast and trying these videos because I think it will be fun. And it's just going to be simpler and a lot less complicated. It may not look any different to you on the surface, but in my brain and in the creative effort and in my goals of what I want this, you know, my social media and all that to be, it's going to be very different. And I may have been saying that off and on for the last couple months, but this has really brought it to a head. So May, Instagram is going to be photo a day, fat mom slim version of it. And I'm going to continue to do some things in stories and maybe progress pictures and stuff. Um, and then maybe some other projects and some collaborations in the future. So for not doing that much this week, but make masks, do an art journal page, um, sewed some strips on a t-shirt quilt and work and a little walking and exercising here and there. It's really been more of really rethinking what I want to do and keep things simple with a few moments of hyper-focusing on energy, creative sparking projects and working. So I hope that you had a good week. We've been healthy here and working on keeping ourselves busy and watching Time Team. We haven't hit the end of that, as well as uh, documentaries on Curiosity Stream, listening to a lot of relaxation music, and keeping the daily routine. That's helped me get through it, and also ratcheting things back to the basics. How have you been doing? Let me know. Let me know what you've been working on. You can... Um, Tell me either at mycreativecorner3wordpress.com. You can do show notes and make comments there. Or join us on the My Creative Corner 3 Facebook group. We're just hanging out this month and showing what we've been working on and being supportive. And maybe we will do another joint project, you know, um, quilt along, sew along in the future. That kind of got delayed for the second sew along um, with the coronavirus blowing up and everybody's lives being very busy and full of mask making. But I'm not going to let all of the soul-sucking things um, take over. They are going to be put back in their place and replaced with simple, joyous things. So be creative, be safe, and quilt on, everyone. Everyone.